Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. A Shepherd in France Chapter 21 by Bern Redstone Ben knocked on Margot's door, and the ravishing Spaniard opened it and smiled at Ben's crisply tailored suit. My, you look very handsome! She smiled appreciatively as she stepped into the hall. Ben was drinking in her dark beauty. The cocktail dress which left her arms bare and clung to her curves like a second skin was the deepest blue, bordering on black. The low neckline was lace and tantalizingly hinted at the treasures within. The hem reached mid-thigh with lace accents, and she wore tall heels in an attempt to diminish their difference in height. At five feet six inches, the three-inch heels still only brought her to within six. Inch of Ben's height. Her thick, soft mahogany hair cascaded down over her shoulders and her dark eyes looked very pleased with his appreciative attention. You look spectacular. Truly breathtaking. He said with a delighted smile. We'd better get moving if we are going to make our reservation. She said with a satisfied smile. The taxi ride took them a few miles outside of Kent to a large manor home on a well-treed property. They entered the front door and the host greeted Margot like royalty while giving Ben a nervous glance and nod. He led them to their intimate table on a wide patio behind the building. Tables were spread wide apart allowing privacy for each group of diners and most were couples like Ben and Margot though he did spot one younger couple with a well-behaved child. Having scoped the location Ben turned his eyes once more to his lovely dining companion. This place is beautiful but a little out of the way. How did you find it? He exclaimed. A colleague suggested it. She said with a little hesitation. What was that? Ben asked with a smile. What? You looked a little uncomfortable about describing the person like you weren't sure how I'd react. Ben explained. Her eyes locked on his. You shouldn't feel uncomfortable saying anything to me. He smiled. He was also a lover. It was nothing but a casual affair, and it did not last. She dismissed the event. Then she looked cautiously at him again and saw he was just looking at her with a smile. What? I'm not threatened by the fact that you've had lovers in the past. I'd find it incredible if you hadn't considering your beauty and grace. He said honestly. That drew a smile from the woman. I'm not used to men being nonchalant about my past relationships. Most have been possessive and jealous. She said as she watched his expression. Their possessiveness made you feel desired, safe? He asked. She hesitated then nodded. I still feel jealousy. It can't be completely eradicated but I know it's not healthy and just comes from a place of fear and insecurity so I set it aside. Desire tainted by possessiveness is selfish and destructive. Desire supported by admiration, love, and trust is a much stronger bond. He said with a smile. They turned to their menus but Ben was quickly lost. He looked at Margot and she saw his confusion. Not to worry. I will order you something you will like. The waiter arrived and Ben let Margot do the talking. Soon they were alone again. If I were to have a lover now, would that not make you jealous? Margot pressed. Well, if you had your lover at our table, I think it would make for a very awkward meal. He grinned then raised his hand when she looked cross at him. Sorry, just teasing. It all depends on the intent. If you took a lover because you were lonely and he made you feel better, why would I want to deny you that comfort? Just so it might make me feel better? That would be selfish of me and honestly it wouldn't really make me feel any better at all. My peace of mind cannot come at the cost of someone else's. If you took a lover to punish me for something then you'd be doing a disservice to all three of us. An honest conversation would be able to clear up the issue far better than the affair. 
it comes back to honesty. You need to feel free to speak your mind to me with complete honesty. I will certainly do that for you. These are powerful words, but will they work in our real lives? Margot asked him frankly. Tonight, it's my understanding that Catherine is out on a date. A date with someone she's strongly attracted to and knowing Catherine as I do, I'm sure the night will end with sex. Ben said looking into Margot's shocked eyes. How can you say that so calmly? The dark beauty whispered. Catherine loves me. I love her. I know she's attracted to her date. She's been completely honest and did nothing to hide it from me. I know it doesn't threaten our love. She has the chance of sharing some special moments with this person. She might even fall in love. I wouldn't deny her that. Besides, she and Gabriella know I'm out on a date with you and they know I'm strongly attracted to you. Aside from their concern that your jealousy might harm me, they aren't denying me the chance to get to know you. Ben said gently. Margot sat back and regarded Ben. It will take me some time to get used to the idea that the man I am dating has committed his heart to others. Ben had no response to that so he just nodded. The food arrived and Ben was surprised to see how beautifully arranged it was on the plates, and how little of it there was. Margot watched him with a smile as he moved his fork around the food without touching it. It looks more like art than food. Ben rumbled. It's art to be eaten. A delicate blending of flavors and textures to be appreciated with the tongue as well as the eyes. Do what I do. She said and carefully cut small portions of each of the items on her plate. When she had a mix on her fork she placed it in her mouth and closed her eyes as she savored the experience of the flavors blending. Ben did as he was told, and it was interesting. Not filling but he guessed that wasn't the point. He experimented by changing the mixtures until he identified the ingredients that were best left on his plate. Margot watched the big man trying his best to work out how to appreciate the experience, and she smiled to herself. That was more effort than her ex-husband had made when they went places that only she wanted to try. She watched his face light up when the waiters brought them the entree which was a broiled and seasoned fillet of grouper surrounded by fresh green beans and three baby potatoes. Did you expect the appetizer to be the full meal? She asked with a smile and he grinned sheepishly at her and nodded. Not afraid to admit his mistakes. She thought with a smile. The fish was tender and delicious. Ben did his best to eat slowly as he paced Margot. You said you have condos in Barcelona and Paris and travel between them. Are these the places you primarily travel between for work? He asked. Yes, our head office is in Barcelona and I travel there for many meetings and conferences. This consumes quite a bit of time so it made sense to purchase a place of my own. Plus, Spain is in my blood and having a place of my own there feels right. My main office is in Paris and I spend most of my time there. I also travel extensively throughout Europe and Asia. There have been a few trips to Australia as head office is thinking of setting up a branch there. I might be asked to spend a year in the new office to get that operation off the ground. She explained. Which brings us to the discussion of how we might arrange to meet in the future, and the frequency you think you can manage. I'm certainly willing to travel. Now that I've had a taste of it I'd like to do more. Ben said with a smile. I think our first meeting may be in the United States. I will be flying to New York in a couple of months to attend a conference with some investment houses there. I could spend a few extra days to come visit you then continue on to our Hong Kong office. She said with a smile. That would be amazing, Ben exclaimed. I'd love to show you where I live and our neighborhood. It's no Paris but it has its own charms. She smiled at his enthusiasm. Dessert was a light puff pastry and some field berries with a sweet cream. Margot enjoyed Ben's delight as he scooped up the last of the cream with the last bite of pastry. He leaned back with a happy look on his face and gazed back at her. That was wonderful. I was a little nervous at first with the art piece but even that was good. Dessert was delicious. 
I'm going to have to hit the gym tomorrow morning as I've really fallen behind. My wounds should be sufficiently healed for me to work out again. Wounds? She asked with a concerned look. Uh, yeah? I suppose I should warn you I have some scars on my body. You can see the ones on my face. Some are very old. A dozen or so were from earlier this year. Eight more were from Paris and my back is still healing from being shot at with a shotgun and being knocked off my bicycle by a crazed motorist when we're in St. Pierre d'Albigny. If you find them hideous I'll understand, he said quietly. You were shot? Margot exclaimed a little too loudly in her shock and the people at the next table looked over at them with interest. Ben raised his palms to Margot as a gesture to calm herself. Shot at. Only some of the pellets struck my back. There was a retired doctor nearby and he removed them and stitched me up. I heal well. Out of the corner of his eye he saw the man from the next table, big with a barrel chest and a larger gut get up and head in their direction. Ben turned to look and the man's face split into a huge grin. I knew it. You're that fellow I saw on TV. The one who killed those white slavers and freed the girls. A genuine hero. The man stretched out the words with his thick Texan accent and clapped his hands together once. He turned to his wife. Dottie, get over here with that camera. Ben was about to protest when he felt a soft hand land on his. He looked to Margot and saw her eyes were twinkling with delight. She was enjoying this. He sighed. The woman sprung to her feet and rushed over to join her husband. She was pleasantly plump and grinning from ear to ear as well. Her big head of brown hair seemed to be defying gravity, as it formed a perfect bell shape around the back of her head. It is you. This is such an honor. To come all the way to France to celebrate our anniversary and to bump into a celebrity at dinner. It's a dream come true. She gushed and Ben did his best to smile. Why, he's a one-man SEAL Team 6 from what the newsies are saying. Her husband joined in on the gushing. Ben was starting to get really uncomfortable. It wasn't that dramatic. It was an accident that I ended up in the room and there was only two men when I walked in. This was the extent of Ben's recollection until he had freed the ladies in the bedroom. What were you carrying? The big man asked with a grin. Carrying? Ben blinked at him. Your piece. Your shooter. Your gun. The man rattled off. I don't have a gun. Ben said. The man's eyes widened. You went into a white slaver's den unarmed, left four of the bastards dead and freed the five captives. H-holy shit. Rennie. Language. There are ladies present. Dottie scolded him. The man was looking at Ben like he was witnessing the second coming and Ben's agitation rose. You said something about a picture? Yes, sir. Uh, if you don't mind, that is. Rennie was suddenly conscious of his intrusion. A picture is fine. Ben stood up and posed next to the man with his arm over his shoulder. Rennie's head only reached Ben's shoulder, and the man's wife was shorter still. Dottie handed her camera to Margot and pointed out which button to press then scurried over to stand on Ben's other side. She put her arm around his back and clutched his side. Ben flinched. Ah, uh, Dottie, could you move your hand down a little? You're tugging on my gunshot wound. He sighed as her hand moved lower. Thanks. He glanced at her and discovered it was her turn to look awestruck. Everyone smile at the camera, Ben said and they did. Margot took the picture and Ben moved his arms away from the couple's shoulders. Dottie was a little slow in releasing his waist and Rennie still looked a little dazzled. You two have a great evening and happy anniversary, Ben said and they gushed their thanks as they walked back to their table looking at the picture Margot had taken. Once everyone had taken their seats the waiter came back and Ben asked for the bill. As we met in a dance club would you like to go dancing? Ben asked and Margot smiled but shook her head. I feel so old next to all those pretty young things, the Spanish beauty said quietly. Are you kidding me? 
You put those little girls to shame with your grace and beauty. I'd love to dance with you. You do like to dance, right? She smiled at Ben as she looked up at him through her thick lashes. She nodded. Ben smiled and paid the bill. The night is young and so are we. Let's dance. He stood and held out his hand to her. She took it and joined him. They waved at the couple they'd met then made their way to the front. A taxi was waiting so they asked the driver to take them to the most popular dance club. The man smiled and got them on the road. They'd only gone a few blocks when the driver began to look back in the mirror at Ben. They stopped at a light and he turned to face Ben. Excuse me but are you the man on TV who freed the girls from the slavers? Ben sighed and nodded. It is such an honor to have you in my taxi sir. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Ben said and squirmed. Margot was watching his reaction and her curiosity was piqued by his discomfort at being praised. She very much wanted to know why he resisted it so much when it was so deserved. Have you ever had a home-cooked Iranian meal? The driver asked. Uh, no, Ben said. I would very much like to welcome you into my home for some of the finest Persian cooking you will ever have. My wife and her mother are masters and can prepare a meal for you that will open your eyes to the wonderful flavors my ancestors perfected. Ben was stunned by this stranger's willingness to take him into his home. That's exceptionally generous of you, but I'm leaving for home soon and won't have the opportunity to take you up on that offer. Thank you, though. Cars were honking at them because the light had changed and they hadn't moved. The driver smiled and nodded and got them moving again. He kept the conversation going about his family and how thrilled they would be to meet such a heroic man and Ben grew increasingly uncomfortable. Margot began to worry. They arrived at the club and Margot suggested that she could take a photo of the man and Ben by the taxi so he could show that to his family. The driver was very excited with that idea. They all got out, and once more Margot was the photographer. Ben endured the man's hug as the shot was taken and shook his hand. The driver would not accept money for the fare as it had been such an honor. Ben shook his hand for a solid minute until Margot was able to pry him away. The club had an enormous line waiting to get in but the doorman took one look at Ben and Margot and ushered them straight in as he spoke rapidly into the tiny mic on his earpiece. They were met by a young woman who also had an earpiece and a tablet. She seemed to be some kind of floor manager or host as she guided them to a table near the dance floor that had been roped off as reserved. Ben was confused as he hadn't reserved anything. He tried to tell the woman but she just smiled and waved as she spoke rapidly into the mic on her earpiece. Margot was all smiles as she pulled Ben down to sit next to her. Ben, enjoy your newfound celebrity status tonight. It's delightful to be so well treated. She laughed. Ben looked at her and saw how happy she was so he smiled at her and struggled to rein in his growing discomfort. Another young woman showed up at their table with a tray and a bottle of champagne in a wine bucket with two glasses. Compliments of the house, the woman said as she opened the champagne. Ben had no time to protest before the bottle was opened. She poured two glasses then turned and slipped back into the crowd. Ben and Margot toasted each other but only she drank. Oh my! This is very good champagne! Margot smiled in appreciation. He nodded and smiled once more. She grinned at him. Come on you, let's go dance away that frown. As they left their table a man in a suit took up station to keep the table reserved. He nodded to them as they moved to the dance floor. Ben put all of this over the top service out of his mind as he led the sexy woman to the dance floor. Once he was there and gazing into her beautiful smiling eyes he felt himself relax as the beat soaked into his body and they began to move. Margot had a sinuous grace to her movements and Ben was entranced. Her eyes twinkled in joy at seeing his rapt attention. They let the beat take them and Ben felt his cares slipping away. They danced through several sets until Margot touched his hand to let him know she needed to sit. He followed her off the dance floor 
and their table guard nodded and slipped away as they sat. Margot sipped at the champagne and Ben was delighted to find a second wine bucket with a chilled bottle of water in it. He poured his champagne into the bucket and helped himself to a glass of water. I was right. It is wonderful to dance with you. Ben grinned. And you were right. This is a lovely way to celebrate our first meeting. I never got to dance with you the first time. You are a very good dancer. I had an excellent teacher. Ben smiled as the image of an older woman surfaced in his memory. Then darkness. Ben! Ben! What? Sorry, what? He shook his head as a spike of pain shot from temple to temple. He brought his hands up to rub the pain away as he grimaced. What happened? You fainted. Just for a moment but you were gone. Should we go to the hospital? Margot asked with a panicked voice. Ben looked at the frightened look on the woman's face and shook his head. He tried to recall what they were talking about but found another hole. He frowned. No, but I think it's time to call it a night. Ben, people don't faint without a reason. You should see a doctor. She clutched at his arm. He put his hand over hers and looked into her worried eyes. I am seeing a doctor. It's not physical. It's psychological. Something about suppressed memories. I'd rather not discuss it now, here. He said looking around. She seemed to relax but she nodded and tugged at his arm to get him to leave the table with her. They made it to the front door where they walked into an explosion of light. Flashes were popping and voices yelled out his name. Ben's headache spiked once more. The man who was guarding their table came to the door and started issuing orders. Several other large men poured through the door and drove a wedge in the crowd of paparazzi allowing Ben and Margot to exit the club all the way to the rear door of a waiting taxi. As Ben closed the door behind himself he saw the driver was their friend who brought them here. He smiled gratefully at the grinning man who, with the help of the bouncers, managed to pull away from the curb and get them on their way. What the hell was that? Ben growled. The price of fame, my friend. The cabbie grinned. Fame I can do without. That was horrible. Ben shuddered. Margot clung to his arm and that helped calm him. He gave the cabbie the name of their hotel and it wasn't long before they pulled up to the door. Ben paid the man generously and had to insist he take the money, claiming how the man had saved them from the crowd. After much back and forth the man finally gave in with a huge smile and Ben helped Margot from the taxi. They quickly made for the elevators but aside from a few admiring glances they were not confronted again. They walked up to Margot's room and she turned to face him with her back against the door. I would very much like to invite you in, she said with her eyes locked on his, looking for signs of his earlier disturbance. I would very much like to be invited in. He smiled in return. Margot tilted her face up and Ben leaned in and pressed his lips to hers. She purred with the sensual pleasure of his mouth on hers. She pulled back opened her door, and pulled him inside. As the door closed they heard the sound of loud giggling and shushing coming from the elevators. The ladies were returning from dancing and the sounds were happy so Ben put it from his mind and focused on the beauty before him. He took off his jacket as they walked past the bathroom towards the bedroom and draped it over a chair. He recalled the conversation they had earlier in the evening. Remember I said I had some scars? He said. Margot stopped and turned to look at him. Do I seem like someone who would be frightened by a few scars? she said with a raised eyebrow and a smile. He smiled back. That's good. Hold that thought. Ben undid the buttons on his shirt and pulled it free from his pants. He pulled it open, slipped it off his shoulders and tossed it over his jacket. He looked back at Margot who was staring wide-eyed at his chest. She stepped close to run her fingers over them and he relaxed. How? she whispered. How did it happen? he asked. No. How did you survive? She gasped as she saw how close one of the larger scars was to his heart. 
Well, I'm told I died a few times on the table, but I always came back, he said trying to keep his tone light. Her eyes held a frightened look so he lifted her into his arms and held her tight against his chest. Her lips found his and she kissed him frantically. He slipped a hand into her hair to take a grip to slow her movements, and she moaned. The kisses became slow and sensual, both losing themselves in the pleasure of caressing lips and stroking tongues. Margot was breathing heavily when she pulled back from his mouth. Dark eyes looked deeply into his as Ben's fingers found the zipper on her dress and pulled it down her back. He slid a finger along her skin as the zipper descended sending tingles down her spine. Ben set her back on her feet and gently pulled the dress off of her shoulders as she made quick work of undoing his belt and pants which dropped to his feet once they got past his muscular thighs. She took the dress from Ben's fingers and stepped out of it. His eyes widened in appreciation as she stood before him in her very sexy lingerie. Black lace which exposed a daring amount of skin. Her eyes sparkled with delight at his hungry look. She looked down at his boxers and froze. He was beginning to tint the fabric, and he was big. Another surprise for me? She said with a coy smile. Ben moaned as her fingers slid over the tight fabric of his boxers. She gripped his thick cock drawing another moan from him. Mmm. I'm going to like this surprise. She purred. Margot gripped the waistband of his boxers on each side and slid them down as she slowly kneeled before him. His cock bounced free and she gazed at it appreciatively. She dropped the boxers and moved her hands to hold him. She shivered with excitement as she felt how hot and thick it was. She gently dragged the nails of one hand across the underside of his heavy balls and Ben gasped. Ah! Jesus! Margot smiled slyly up at Ben's wide-eyed gaze as she felt his erection surge to full rigidity. She loved the control she had over the big man. Wrapping her fingers around the base of his cock she squeezed the hard flesh and Ben moaned. She kept her eyes on his as she slowly leaned forward and pressed her lips to the sensitive skin on the underside of his shaft where it met the head. Oh, Margot! He moaned bringing another smile to her lips. She moved her lips to the tip and kissed it. Then she kissed her way around the thick head, each bringing a moan from him and shivers through his body. When she stroked her tongue from the bottom of the shaft to the trembling tip she felt his knees tremble. Oh, Margot! Fuck! She stood and guided him back to lie down on the bed. He moved up the bed and she crawled up his body until her face was next to his cock once more. She looked up at his flushed face and felt a thrill run through her body. He was hers to play with as she wished and that was empowering. Margot gripped his cock once more and flicked her tongue teasingly around the head. She felt his hips rising off the mattress and pulled back a little then surged forward and took him deep into her mouth. Fuck! Ben cried out and threw his head back against the pillows as her hot, wet mouth sucked at his cock. He was so deep and she was struggling to take more. Finally, she pulled back and gasped for breath. Her eyes were glassy with tears from her attempt to swallow him down to the base. She just couldn't do it as her mouth wasn't wide enough. She looked at Ben and saw he was gasping for breath as well which made her efforts worthwhile. She took him into her mouth again and pumped his cock fast and deep. She got into a rhythm and her hand followed her mouth up and down his hard shaft. Jesus! Oh fuck! Margot! Oh, so good! Ben moaned as his release raced up on him. Suddenly he was there. Oh! Fuck Margot, you're gonna make me come! He cried but that just spurred her to go faster. She felt his big muscles tensing and his hips lifted right off the mattress. G-G-A-H-H-H-H-H-D-D-D, he roared as streams of cum jetted into her mouth. She swallowed as quickly as she could as she continued to pump his cock with her hand. When his body stopped convulsing she pulled her mouth off of his cock with a pop. She looked up at him gasping on the pillows and smiled to herself. She'd proven she could bring him great pleasure. He would remember that. 
she slipped her panties off and undid her bra. He looked up as she began to crawl further up his body. His eyes roved over her body showing his appetite for her hadn't been quenched yet. A satisfied smile slipped onto her lips. Margot paused when her pussy was above his cock and rubbed herself against him. She was surprised to feel how hard he still was and it must have shown on her face as he smiled and lifted his hips off the mattress taking her with him. She sucked in a breath and closed her eyes as sparks shot through her body centering on her clit which was pressed tight against his hot flesh. Down, boy. She whispered and he dropped them both to the mattress sending bolts of pleasure through her body. She momentarily lost muscle control and dropped to his chest. His arms went around her and he gripped her ass and pulled her against him. Oh, Ben. Oh, God. She cried out as he slowly slid her body up and down against his. Still wet from her mouth, his cock rubbed against her clit and across the lips of her pussy. He felt her wetness adding to the lubrication. Wait. Wait. She gasped and pushed against his chest to rise up to a seated position. That just felt better for both of them. Ben watched her bite her full lower lip between her white teeth as her thick eyelashes fluttered from the sensations roaring through her. She suddenly moved herself forward onto his chest and gasped at the loss of the intense pleasure. She looked down at him and her eyes flashed with hunger. Slide down, she growled with a sexy smile. Ben knew what she wanted so he moved his body down the bed under her until his head was positioned between her legs. She smiled down at him enjoying his seemingly subservient position. Ben raised an eyebrow and tipped his head up to stroke her wet lips firmly with his tongue. Ah! She cried and threw her head back while clinging to his. She pulled his face against her wet opening and Ben drove his tongue deep inside her. He moved his hands up her body to cup her large tits and gently rolled her surprisingly thick nipples between his fingers. Oh. Oh, Ben. Yes. Like that. Yes. Margot screamed as he worked his tongue feverishly over her clit and tugged at her stiff nipples. She ground her pussy against his face and leaned against his hands as her body shook and trembled through a sudden release. Oh God, oh God, oh Ben. She sighed. When she calmed Ben moved his hands to her hips and lifted her down his body. She leaned forward bringing her nipples within reach of his mouth and he sucked one between his lips. Oichhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhh
When she recuperated enough she pushed herself up on his chest and looked down at him with a weary smile. I think we're sexually compatible at least. Ben began to chuckle and the bouncing made Margot's overly sensitive body throb. No more, please. She moaned with a pained smile and rolled off his chest. Sorry, your comment just caught me by surprise. He grinned at her. She smiled back at him then her face went serious. Tomorrow I leave for Paris. Can you stay with me tonight? How else will I find out if you hog all the sheets in bed? He said with a straight face. She grinned and playfully slapped his shoulder. Ben tucked her against his side and they let sleep take them under. 